What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? It's your mentor, B Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to my one of my best friends, one of my business partners, and one of the head coaches at PT Domination, Mr. Corey Robach. Corey, what's Yo, up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? I hope you guys are all slaying your days here today. Always fun to come back on the podcast, and especially today when we're talking about first impressions, because let's be honest, every time me and Brian have ever gone out anywhere, we always leave a lasting impression. So so we're going to be talking about first impressions today and how it relates to your social media profiles. And before we get into this, Corey and I were literally just on a team meeting. And one of the biggest things we were chatting about was this idea of taking days off. As an entrepreneur, I think that it's pretty common for us to literally just always be working on our business because especially once you start to get momentum and things are starting to work, it's like once you start making two, three, four, five thousand dollars, it's almost like you want to keep working on your business until you get to ten thousand dollars. Like I will just do whatever it takes. I'll put in as many hours as I possibly can, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think that a lot of us fall into this trap where we spend so much time and energy and effort working on our business that eventually we get to a place where we don't even want to look at our phone. We're like overwhelmed. We don't want to get into bed. We're exhausted. We're frustrated. The little things are triggering us. Little things upset us. Little things frustrate us. Things that wouldn't usually bother us tend to set us off. And so let's talk about that. Corey, I know that you were mentioning a little bit about you know the difference between like how you should act when you're not feeling like your very best. What's your thoughts on this whole, like, should you work six, seven days a week? Like, should you ever take a break? Like, what do you think about that? <laughs> it's funny you ask me that now because you literally just got mad at me on our meeting not too long ago. Because uh, okay. I, I, I never take full days off because I always think I have shit to do. I got this, this, and this. And I was like, you know what? I'll at least schedule half days. So that way, at least over the course of two days, I'll still get a full day off. But realistically, that can be really counterproductive because if you kind of look at it, you got to look at your nervous system as essentially the same as a muscle, right? Like every time you're thinking, trying to be creative, you're worried about your phone, responding to clients, yada, 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 you're still stressing yourself out. Yeah. And now when we, when you start looking at it, if you're stressing yourself out with your nervous system every day, looking at your phone, working, 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 same thing as we talked about, was it last week, training your body like your or business like your body? It's like if you're doing biceps or bench press every single day for hours at a time. You're by the end of the week, you're going to be completely exhausted, burnt out, and maybe that 225 that you bench press 10 times at the start of the week, you can't even get one plate off the bar because you're just so physically exhausted. Mm. Which is where a lot of people start um, falling into that burnout, the not wanting to do anything, but they still try to do it. But then that's where the quality of work is shit. Their focus and their intention sucks. And then they're like, well, now I'm putting all this effort in, getting nothing out of it. When realistically, the effort that you're putting in is actually like 45, 50% half-assed effort because you just don't have the resources to put it there. Yeah, so that's where you got to kind of start seeing it. Now, and let's say if you if you train chest on Monday and you got chest again Thursday or again, sorry, bench press Thursday, bench press Monday, Thursday, whatever, you still had time in between to recover. And even though you go to the gym and you're tired, you're still 
you can like, no, I'm just fucking tired. Push through it. But then you'll easily get that 225 up. Yeah. Same thing here is knowing that balance. Now, have you been working your ass off doing bench every single day over and over and over again while you're so tired? Or are you just tired because sometimes when you wake up, you just feel blood? Yeah. So that's where it's like you got to push yourself through that and you can still get the same effort level, same intensity, same benefits from it. But then that's also where now you're looking at it from the point of if you're just physically exhausted and you can't do it because you've been doing it consistently every day, that's where you got to now take a step back, practice some self-compassion and give yourself some fucking time off. Yeah, guys, I think that like if you guys are taking notes, I want you to write this down. Entrepreneurship is self-awareness. Like the best entrepreneurs that I know are extremely self-aware and self-aware means that like there are going to be days where you don't want to get out of bed and you don't want to work on your business. And there's also going to be days where like you push through and you feel amazing and that feels awesome. And in that same token, there's going to be days where you get out of bed, you don't want to work in your business and you're also just exhausted and overwhelmed and stressed out and frustrated about life. In that instance, it might be time to take a day off. And so self-awareness is knowing when to take your foot off the gas pedal and knowing when to press your foot a little bit harder on the gas pedal. And I think that when it comes to looking at your online fitness business, when you know you should take your foot off the gas pedal versus put your foot on the the gas pedal, just take a look at your behavior. Like over the course of the last two, three, four weeks, have you been like really grinding, like putting the work in, like studying videos, posting on social media, trying to lead gen, like working super hard and then, and then nothing's working. And so that's why you're frustrated that in that instance, self-awareness might say, yo, like I actually should take a day off because I haven't taken a day off in a long time and I can feel myself getting frustrated, burnt out and overwhelmed. And I just might need to focus on myself, Mm -hmm. but maybe you're like, frustrated, overwhelmed, having a bad day, but you haven't been posting on social media in three weeks or two weeks, or maybe it's once a week and you're wondering why you're not making money. And so self-awareness in that instance is like, yo, I've actually been pretty lazy. And so I think I need to push through this and I need to grind through this feeling so that I can get to the other side and like understand the, 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 uh, the rewarding feeling that comes with uh, being able to push myself through things that I might not want to do. Yeah, and like and like that being said too, like it's not even just like you're being lazy where um you're just kind of staying there. It literally could be like you've had your foot on the gas pedal so long posting five, seven times a week, going live, doing all this, and then you may have taken your foot off the gas where you've fallen back a bit. So it's not just getting started and being lazy. It's also like if you've been operating at a high level for a long period of time and then you just got tired, you got a little bit lazier because you've just been so um, you've just been hustling so hard that now maybe that five to seven times a week went to three to four and mm-hmm. those five lives a week maybe went to two. And now it's like, well, no, you're still trying. You're still grinding, but it's not working. Well, that's because again, like you maybe fallen back off. And I've done that too. Like remember when uh, we went to Bali last year mm-hmm. and uh, b- before we went the month before I made what, like 12, 14, something like thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, and the next month I was like, why the fuck am I like, how do I only make two? Like, this doesn't make sense. And you're like, well, Corey, we've been traveling. You haven't been as present. You're not posting. You're not lead genning. We're across the world. You're not getting on sales calls. The fuck do you expect? And then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know I have been lazy. And then I put my foot back on. And then the next, the next month I made 10 again. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's just like, if you've been operating at a high level for a long period of time and you are not, and you're getting frustrated because things aren't working, you're working too hard. You need to take a day off. Or if you were operating at a high level and you got la- not lazy, but you just got um, stagnant a little bit, 
that's where it's like, okay, no, I just got stagnant. I just got to push through it. Yeah. And I, I also think it's like, if you think about a computer, like when a computer is uh, operating a little bit slower, we usually press the reset button, right? It's the same thing with your life. Like for me, whenever I realize that I'm kind of like slowing down or slacking off because I've been working so hard or because like things aren't working or I'm frustrated, the first step is I always reset. And reset for me means like getting clear on my goals again, getting clear on what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong and how I can move forward. But Yo, let's get into the podcast today. Hopefully, you guys got some value out of that little. Well, actually, I do want to say one thing because you did bring up computer. Now, have you ever been working? Like, again, in Kelowna, it gets really hot. But you know when you're working on your laptop or on your phone and the phone and laptop gets so hot because you've been working on it so long in the heat? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then what happens? It starts glitching out and whatever. So you need to, like, close it, let mm-hmm. it cool down, and then it works perfectly. Same yeah, yeah. Too. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you said that because it's, it's like, boom. But yeah, let's get in the podcast now. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking today about why first impressions matter, right? We're going to be talking about your social media profiles, your content, your messaging, the pictures that you're using, the way that your bio looks, the way that your cover photo looks. And we're going to be dissecting why it's important. Um, now, before we get into this, um, all of us, unfortunately, have had nine to fives. <laughs> all of us. We've all worked at a place before um, where we were getting paid an hourly rate, we needed to, to pay the bills, whatever it is, maybe you're still working there right now. Just really quickly, like when we go into a job interview, for me at least, when I used to go to my job interviews seven years ago, um, I was always dressed to impress. I always dressed like the best that I possibly could for the position. I might not have worn a suit and tie, but you know, if I wanted to get a job as a, as a bartender at like this nightclub, I would make sure that I dressed up, I looked good, I looked the part, so that when I went in there, like I had the appearance of the person that they were looking to hire. Right now, that makes a lot of sense, but with social media, I don't think people fully understand that concept, Corey. Okay, okay, plain and easy, right here. Okay, so so let's say you're a very introverted person. You're very introverted. You're shy. You've never really been to the gym before. You're kind of like, oh, I don't really know like what I'm looking for. And, you, and you're kind of scared to reach out. You come across two profiles. Number one, it's someone that's fucking jacked, shirtless, screaming their ass off, lifting weights, looks really intense. And their profile is pretty dark, ominous colors. To me, that would be intimidating as fuck if I was in that person's shoes where I'd be like looking at them and be like, okay, they're a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. Even though they might be the nicest person in the world and they specialize in onboarding people into their first parts of their fitness journey, in my mind, the first thing I see when I come to your page is that guy's way too intense. Mm-hmm. Option two, and again, I'm looking at it from the same introverted person, brighter colors, maybe I'm holding like lighter weights or a nice like shirt, I'm smiling, I'm happy, and I'm looking very bright, open, and easy to approach. That shy introverted person would be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be a little bit more attracted to that. Because they don't look like they're going to scare the hell out of me. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, no, I love that. There, yeah. Right away, which one is you as the person are you going to go with? The sad Yeah, 100%. There's also like um, an analogy that uh, I like I like to reference from dating. I'm sure that um, pretty much every girl or even guy that, that's listening to this podcast can relate. Um, there was a study done that was talking about the three second rule for like humans when we like look at another person. Like it was actually from girls to guys, but they basically said when a girl looks at a guy, she can tell within three seconds, she sizes him up and like knows whether or not she's attracted to him. Like there's like an initial like Three seconds, like yes or no attraction. We're not even gonna, we're not gonna go there on this. So I see your smile. No, no, no. It no. Reminds me of another story. I'll tell you when I went and bought my car. That's why. Okay. So like, there's a there's um a three second rule. 
um, where girls will like look at a guy and they'll like know right away whether or not they're attracted to him. Now that three second rule is basically to talk about like initial first impression attraction. That applies to not only dating, but that also applies to the way that you're operating on your social media profiles. Like when somebody comes to your page, when your prospect comes to your social media page, immediately they're going to catch a first impression. And like Corey said, you know, if I'm looking to attract people that are brand new to the gym and, you know, I've never worked out or they're brand new, they're getting started on their fitness journey, et cetera. And like, if I'm looking to attract that person, then my profile has to be approachable, friendly, and warm for that person that I'm trying to attract. So again, like if you had dark, ominous colors, probably not the right move. Like what sort of profile picture would be attractive and like have a good feel for a person that's like looking to get started on their fitness journey? What sort of cover photo would look good? What, what sort of bio would they be able to read and be like, man, that like sounds like this person I can help. What type of content would you be posting on your feed that they would get value from? Guys, the, the main thing that I want to kind of touch on really quick before we go a little bit deeper is it's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's it. Somebody's going to come to your profile and they're going to catch a vibe. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you taking a, a photo on your iPhone six, a selfie in the mirror of you smiling in your mirror? That's a vibe, right? They're going to catch that. They're going to be like, this is like, this doesn't look like a person I want to pay a thousand dollars to. Or do you have like a clean professional headshot of you smiling, looking approachable? It's a vibe. So like, think about the type of person that you want to work with. And I want you to look at your social media profiles after this podcast. I want you to ask yourself, like, does my profile pass the three second rule? Like, am I approachable? Am I friendly? Am I welcoming? Yeah. Like, and again, like it's, it's matching the vibe, but you, but again, let's go a bit. We got to step back here a little bit because I can sit here and tell you, you need to have this for your profile. I can tell you that your content needs to be like this, but unless you know who it is you're trying to actually talk to, you can't, you can't say anything because at the end of the day, let's say again, introverted person and you guys, and you come on my story, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Good morning, everyone. Like we're going to be fucking savages today. You're like, okay, I'm done with this guy. Okay. Right. Same thing. You want to match the vibe. You want to match the level, but you need to know who it is that you're trying to talk to. Mm. If you are not clear on who it is you're trying to talk to, then how can you even start to even think about what type of content you're putting out? Mm. What type of vibe you're putting out? How you're going to be presenting yourself? How inviting do you want to be? Like, what is it that you want to show? All these, like, again, like, I was like this a lot too when I was um, coming out of the gym where I wanted to post content, show up, do this, do this, do this. But it wasn't relating. It wasn't resonating. It wasn't matching the vibe nor the level of the people that were, well, one, I was trying to target because I had no idea who I was trying to target until you got mad at me a month later. And and I was like, Brian, why am I not making money? And you're like, well, probably because you're just putting out random content. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but no, again, it's like then I had to figure it out. So then once I figured it out, now my content blow, blew up. Mm-hmm. I had clients coming in because I was matching the vibe, matching the level, and I was able to, again, see one, who it was I trying to target, but that's also now I can look at my profile and see who's engaging with it. So in that way I can mix and match what I wanted to get the ideal client that was one active on my profile then and what I'm trying to attract. So that way I can put that vibe, put that message, put that appearance out. So that way, as soon as they did come to my page, you're like, I like this guy. I'm going to follow. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And yo, I'm going to touch on this for a second because we're talking about first impressions and why they matter. And I know that there's 500 to 1,000 people that download each one of my podcasts. And I also know that there's only going to be 10 people that actually do something with this. So the 10 people that actually do something, we're speaking to you. Okay? Like I want, I also, I honestly want every single person that's listening to this to like do something with this information. But I know that usually there's only like a small percentage of people that do. So if you're listening to this, I hope that it's you because like, when we're talking, okay, so we're talking about changing your profile picture, changing your bio, changing your comfort to really make it appeal to the type of person that you want to work with. So that's on one level, right? Another thing that you said that I want to briefly touch on as well is when you're speaking, like when you're talking, like when you're like communicating on social media, when you're speaking with your voice, the way that you write, the way that you present yourself on social media, you have a certain type of energy to that, right? Like, again, it's a vibe. And so we might have our ideal client that we want to work with. Let's say that I want to work with men that are trying to lose body fat, that want to completely transform their life, et cetera, et cetera. But then I look at all the people that are reaching out to me after I'm posting my content. And most of the people that are reaching out to me are women that are um, like struggling with their, their issues, maybe their moms, et cetera, et cetera. My avatar might be over here, but the people that are actually engaging with my content and reaching out to me are over here. Like, that's where it's like, okay, maybe we should make our first impressions lean into more of what we're already attracting, right? Another way to look at this before you, before you go into it, another way to look at this is this. A lot of us think that we understand like, okay, I want to work with men that are trying to lose their body fat and get shredded six packs. That's what we think, right? And then if you look at your current client roster right now, as in the people that are already in your program or your 14-day challenge or whatever it is, those are the people you should kind of make your avatar, wouldn't you think? Yeah, like there are already people that know you, like you, and trust you. And so, if you look at your current client roster right now, and you're like, "Hey, my avatar is supposed to be women, but I actually am working with twelve dudes and three women," maybe I should start making my content lean more towards men. And then maybe my first impression of my profile should be more, you know, geared towards men. Maybe my profile picture should be more geared towards men because clearly that's what I'm attracting. So why don't I make my first impression attract who I'm already leaning into? So we're talking about first impressions, but like. Are you putting out the right first impression in the first place? Yeah, and there's going to be two things here. Two things that we're going to touch on. Number one, I get that a lot of you have your ideal client that you want to work with. I get it. I get that some of you want to work with athletes, high-level performers. I get that some of you want to work with just guys or just girls. or comp. I get it. Don't get me wrong. But that stubbornness right there and you not wanting to change is the reason why you're failing because you keep on being stubborn and you're to the point that you want to work with this. You want to work with this, even though your market's not giving it to you, you are still stubborn and you're like, no, I'm going to do this. So when you're at that point, you're shooting yourself in the foot because what you need to remember online life and your avatars are always going to be moving. So you need to remain fluid. You cannot stay stagnant because if you stay stagnant, you're going to get left behind. Here's the thing. I wanted to work with guys wanting to put on muscle mass when I left the gym. I quickly transitioned to women wanting to lose fat and transform their bodies. 
real quick. And it was that stubbornness that Brian pointed out, which I mentioned earlier, why I was failing. And then as soon as I actually changed my avatar and actually put my ego aside and got out of my own damn way and actually started looking at what the market was giving me, looking at my analytics, looking at my actual clients I was working with and seeing if that actually matched my avatar, that's when I actually started seeing success. Well, because think about it. If you like, let's say you want to work with men and both men and women, but you attract more women, right? And you're finding that more, more of your leads that are reaching out to you are women. You want to work with men and women, but you're finding more women are reaching out to you. If you actually just leaned into the women thing and you actually just leaned into like attracting women in your con, you're still going to get men. Yeah. But you're like, because it's not like when you choose an avatar that nobody else will ever reach out. If they see you as an expert, they're still going to reach out. But if you leaned into women more and you started writing more to women in your posts and you started making your content more directed towards them, well, that kind of, you know, it would make a lot more sense. I think your content might be able to hit home because you're talking about specific issues that actually women are going through. And yeah, then they would relate even more and you get more people reaching out. 100%. And this is where a lot of coaches, they really miss the mark on this because they're like, well, I don't want to niche down because I don't want to miss out on all this. It's like, yeah, but that's not the point. The point is you're just directing it that way because, again, you want to be speaking to that person. Here's the thing. And, again, here's a little pers- perspective for you guys. And this is for everyone. Whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl, whether you are 15 years old, whether you are 60 years old, at some point in your life, you are going to go through struggles, issues, misunderstandings, misleading information. You're going to screw up. You're going to be doing whatever. And it's going to be across the board on some level. Mm-hmm. So whether you, I am a 30-year-old male struggling with putting on muscle mass because I just don't – or sorry, struggling with losing weight because I don't understand that I can't do two hours of cardio and not enough weights – that's the same issue that a 20-year-old girl is going to have if they're doing cardio for two hours and avoiding weights, trying to get lean. Mm-hmm. Two different people in two different parts of their lives struggle with the same damn thing. Yeah, so literally. Yeah, so you've been able to write about how you don't need to do two hours of cardio and you need to focus on progressive overload is still going to speak and resonate to both those people, even though they are two separate avatars. And I'm going to briefly touch on this for a second because, yes, there is some stuff that goes universally across the board. But either way, like when you get more specific with your content and you get better at writing to actual an actual person and you get better at, you know, when you're going live talking to the actual person you're trying to speak to. As an example, right? My podcast. Do you guys think a lot of the concepts in my podcast could apply to like anything? Like when we talk about, you know, how success like speed, you should move fast towards your goals, having a vision for your life and why that's so important. Those concepts could apply to anything. I could go live about those podcasts and make them relate to fitness. But when I come on the online trainer, change lives, make money online trainer podcast, every single piece of content that I design is specifically for online coaches because that is my ideal client. And so I want to make sure that all of my content is relatable to my ideal client. Does this make sense? Another thing I just want to touch on you guys is, Let's say like um, one of my clients, Kelly Frank, said something super smart. She said, spreading yourself too thin and trying to work with absolutely everybody makes it impossible to master your craft, which I completely agree. Like if you're like, man, I help men and women lose body fat and, and gain lean muscle and feel confident in all the right areas. Like if you're doing that, then you're never really going to master fat loss. You'll never really, really master fat loss because like, you could, if I went online right now and I searched problems women have losing body fat, and I just searched that, 
I could dive in a rabbit hole that would take me seven, eight, nine hours. I could like I could get enough debt data to create content for the next six months. If I literally just went to Google right now and I said, how do pro- problems women have losing body fat, period. And my avatar is women. And the next six months of my content were all little like blurbs that I found on Google, like descriptions of questions and problems I found on Google. But if you like, then take the same analogy, problems men uh, have, you know, losing body fat. And you can even go a layer deeper. Problems men have 30 plus losing body fat. Problems women have. Those are two completely different set of problems. But when you go deeper on one of them, there's still going to be some that cross reference to the other. Either way, getting more specific is better with your content. First impressions matter. And so if somebody comes to your page and the first post that they read is this generic, bland, how to be positive post, do you really think they're going to continue reading? No. Do you really think they're going to stick around on your page? Are they going to watch any of your live streams if the first post that they read wasn't speaking directly to them? I love that you said that because I actually had a conversation with Haley about this today. The reason why you post, I get some, sometimes you guys don't want to have super impactful, in-depth, like in-your-face posts, but here's the thing. That one time you want to sit back and you just want to write a post to write a post, that could be the post the first person reads and is like, okay, this person isn't someone I want to work with. And even though you have hundreds of other impactful, resonating content that would hit them in the feels, that one post that you left, that first impression that you left, they're not, they're now gone, which is why I told Haley, I'm, I get that you don't, that you want to be like brushing over and just kind of just a little bit lighter on the side, but that's the thing. Every time you post, you need to make a statement. It has to resonate. It has to be a takeaway where they're going to be again, wanting to get more because mm. if you want to brush over and just say, Hey, what's going on? Just go on your story. Just go on a live then and do it. Have a nice conversation. By all means, you should a thousand percent. But that post, that value, that thing that you're putting there, that could be that one first impression, that could be either the first of many or the last one you get. Boom. Dude, I love that. That's so fire. Um, make your post, make your posts impactful. That's what Corey said. I love that. Not, not I just your, that. your profile. If I yeah. come to your profile and I don't look at you as an authority, I'm never coming again. 100%. And you only get one first impression. How many of us listening to this podcast have been on a first date where on the first date within the first 30 seconds, we're like, nope, I have. And if if I go on that first date and the first 30 seconds, I say, nope, I'm definitely not going on a second one. That's for sure. And so it's the same thing with like, we're using dating as an analogy because it's the easiest one to understand. Because I wanted to tell my story earlier and this speaks perfectly. When I went, I actually, I called you about it right afterwards. When I went about three. I went to Calgary BMW and I, I, I love doing this, by the way. I love dressing like a complete scrub and going and driving my car. But anyway, I went to Calgary BMW and I was wearing like shitty uh, sweatpants, like a worn out shirt. And the, and I was just in the showroom. I was waiting for my buddy because, again, I came in. I was going to buy the car. He already knew it. But I was just waiting in the showroom. And one of the sales guys came up. He's like, oh, you're just waiting for your car. I'm like, no, I'm going to buy a new one. And he looked at me. He's like, oh, what are you looking for? I'm like, I'm going to get an M3. And he, and he laughs at me. I'm like, okay, cool. Went over to my buddy's desk, signed the papers, put down my fucking 20K deposit. And and I walked by the guy. I'm like, oh, oh yo, dude, I just bought that car. And the look on his face, he's like, <laughs> but again, 
he judged the fuck of me because I left a real shitty impression as in I'm broke and I can't buy this car. Now, to me, I already knew I couldn't. I just doing it to play games because that's just the type of person I am. Well, that's but that's true. It's based on your first impression. And yeah. online training, I want you to listen up. Every single person that comes to your profile is judging you based on their first impression. Yo. And they're either saying, I'm going to pay this person or I'm not. Yo, it's, I'm sorry to say it, but here's the thing, guys. Believe it or not, um, as much as people love to say it and say like how they look at people and their and who they are as a person, all people are superficialist as hell. Every, no, and guys, like, at the first, dude, and let's be honest, like this is social media, and so <laughs> on social media, it's like you have the choice of what you present. Whereas, like, yo, if you go into a job interview, like. The way that you're dressed and the way that you appear, like you're maybe you're a little bit nervous, etc. Whatever. Maybe you you botched the first interview because you were so nervous. Social media isn't like that. You literally can just get a really good profile picture, get a really good cover, get a really good bio, and then you're done. You've got a really fire first impression for every single person that comes in. Doesn't matter if you're nervous behind the scenes or not. That's social media. And so you get to decide how you're perceived. And obviously it starts with your profile picture, making sure that you've got like a clean, clear headshot of you, like smiling or just like an actual full body, bright photo, like not some, or, or like full face, bright photo. I see a lot of online trainers, even some in the program that like just come in that you can't even see them or they're, they're posting a picture with two people. And it's like, people don't know which one's you, like how are they going to pay you? Like guys, you got to remember, and it goes back to being an elementary, and we have all heard this. Everyone and their dog has heard this, and if you haven't heard it, you've been living under a rock your whole life. But a picture's worth a thousand words. The first thing they see, they're seeing everything about you in that first picture is telling them a thousand different things. And that thing better be something that puts you inside of their mind and implants you as an authority. And if it doesn't, your literally your profile picture just costed you leave. And it's not even guys, this is the best part. Like we're talking about a fundamental in your book coaching business, because guess what? When you send a DM on Facebook or Instagram, what pops up in people's DM, your little icon, does your little icon make an impression or is it just like a, like a, a little, a black little circle? Cause that's what a lot of online trainers are. They're DMing somebody and it's a black little circle. You can't see their face. And it's like, that's not friendly and approachable. When I DM somebody, literally, my little story icons like this. So every time I DM you, you get me smiling. It's yeah. like that makes a difference. Yeah, and if, you, if you're one of those coaches, I'm sorry to say, and you're a coach that has your company logo as your profile picture, and you DM someone, here's what's going through their mind first. They're gonna sell me. What are they selling me? They're gonna sell me. So I get, yeah, you guys want your logos. By all means, have your logo, just not your profile picture. Your, your logo is not your company. Your face is your company. And guys, the, uh, here's the last thing I do want to say on this. I think we've kind of like hit it home <laughs> is, um, I well, actually I want to do two more things. Um, <laughs> the way that you show up for live streams, the way that you present yourself on your story, the way that you dress when you're writing your posts matters. Why? Because when we look good, we feel good. And when we feel good, we play good. And when we play good, we win good. I just made that up. When you feel good, you play good. You play good, you like good. You like. Seriously, I'm not even joking. When when you guys think about this for a second, if I before my live stream, I get you know one of my good shirts on, I get a hat on that I feel good in. I like dress myself up slightly. I feel like confident when I show up to that live stream. I'm going to show up with energy, passion, intensity, all of it. 
versus if I roll out of bed, I'm in my sweatpants that I slept in last night. I haven't showered yet, haven't gone to the gym, or I'm not feeling good. There's going to be a significant difference in how I show up. And a lot of you guys don't think that matters when it comes to like writing your posts on social media. But do you feel better after you shower and like put some good clothes on and like put a, like whatever? I don't. I like to wear hats. Like put a good outfit on where you feel good. Do you feel better doing that, or do you feel better rolling out of bed, no sweatpants, haven't brushed your teeth yet, like kind I of? Won't just, lie. When I dress in my Hugo Boss and I wear my flashy uh, loafers, I feel pretty damn good. So pretty damn good. So. That makes sense, right? Like we get that. We understand that. When you're writing your content, how you feel comes through. Like if you're feeling fired up, like you guys can always tell, like if if you guys read any of my posts when I'm fired up, like you can like sense it. You can feel it. Same thing with my podcast. You guys can feel it. It's an energy. It's, it's a vibe, right? Um, So that matters. That matters. Sorry, Cody, you want to say something? No, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure my audience can tell when I write a post when I'm baked too. So like, (laughs) (laughs) it's a vibe. It's a vibe. No, and like, no. there's a reason my content fires because I put myself on fire first. <laughs> the, 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 the funniest part about Corey's jokes is that he laughs the hardest at Corey's jokes. Okay, so the last thing I do want to say, you guys, is this if you're struggling to book phone calls with potential clients, if you're struggling to get leads on the phone, if you're struggling to get people into your program, you really need to ask yourself what your profile is saying. Because guess what? When you're in the DMs with them or you're talking to them about your program, they're coming to your profile and they're checking you out. They're also going on your story and they're checking you out. They're scrolling through your newsfeed and they're seeing what's on your profile. So a lot of you are trying to expand your network and get more people on your page, but your page doesn't look good. And so you're out there and you're expanding your network, expanding your network, expanding your network, but nobody's coming to your page. Maybe it's because you're not leaving a good first impression. And so all of that work that you're putting in expanding your network is spent wasted because the first impression that I get when I come on your profile is that you're actually a framer, not an online trainer. So I'm like, why is this person in like, why is this person that's like working outdoors trying to like sell me an online coaching program? Do you look like a fitness coach that can help people transform their life based on your profile? Yes or no? It's, it's that, it's like that binary, right? That fitness coach that can help the specific person that you want to work with. And so if you're looking to work with women that are looking to completely transform your life, does your profile picture seem approachable to that avatar? Boom. You can't get any better than that. Like guys, like guys, girls, online trainers, you got to leave a good first impression. You got to be able to understand that the thing that you want to do every time someone comes to your page, it leaves that imprinted authority in their mind. Boom. Guys, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money on the Training Podcast. If you got value from this episode or you would like to trip Corey for his uh, his dad jokes, where can they find you? I got more. I'll have a whole list of them next week. <laughs> Corey's no longer going to be a guest on the podcast. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, where do they find you, bro? You can either find me on Instagram at Corey underscore Robach or you can find me on TikTok at Tabit and Jack. If you guys want a funny laugh for the day. <laughs> TikTok tatted in Jack and Instagram is at Corey underscore robot, correct? Yes, sir. Boom. See you guys in the next episode. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>